Hey, Armin, how's it going today, man? Craig, hey, it's going great. How you doing? Good. Hey, I got my beef liver in my shipment of supplements today, so I'm fired up. Awesome. Well, guess what, Frank? We're going to talk about the benefits of beef liver and how I'm using them. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills, and we appreciate you joining us once again. Episode 10 today. Uh, hard to believe it's already been 10 episodes, but we appreciate you joining us. We have another jam-packed show for you today. We will be talking about how to improve your metabolism and why, and also why Armin uses beef liver capsules. So let's get into it, Armin. Uh, first of all, how are things going with you today, man? It's going great, Frank. Uh, another great day. It's cooler today. Uh, Got to enjoy the weather this time of year in Florida. Uh, so I, uh, if you're up north, can't help you there, but do enjoy the sunny days here, and it's another great one. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, hey, it's a fasting day for Frank. Got my beef liver capsules oh. in and uh, feeling great. So let's get in right into it here uh, about how to improve our metabolism. Let's just start with, you know, just the basics and explain what metabolism means. All right, so the metabolism is the process by which your body basically converts what you eat and drink into mm -hmm. energy. And during that complex process, uh, calories in, in, in the food and the beverages that you're combining will, will also combine with oxygen to release the energy your body needs to function. So that, that's a pretty important process that your, your body goes through. Interesting. Okay. Well, why don't we just start with the basics? Why don't you tell us what some of those are? All right, so the, the basal metabolic rate accounts for about 60 to 73% of the daily calorie, calorie expenditure by, by each individual. So with that, it's influenced by several factors, uh, particularly for humans, the BMR, which is the basal metabolic rate, mm -hmm. uh, declines 1% to 2% per decade after the age of 20. Okay. So even though that's a slow decline, that's in the kind of a perfect world so it can also decline faster than that hmm. and it's mostly due to the loss of fat free or you know, loss of muscle mass altogether okay. um, so it's going to vary between each individual um, and how it's going to do that so other things to keep in mind is your organs will account for roughly 19 percent of your account your calorie expenditure and then your heart accounts for seven so that kind of gives you the kind of the total as a reference as far as how your body's burning energy in general. You know, that's pretty interesting. I never thought about that. Your organs yeah. actually working as a, actually as a contributing factor. I, I really had never thought about that. That's just a really good information to bring up. Um, so we've talked about this in other shows before, but why do some people tend to have a higher metabolism than others? Because I, I know a lot of people that you have trained probably have like, you know, man, why can't I lose weight faster? The guy across from me that I work with, he's a rail, right? So yeah. uh, 
Exactly why why is that, Armin? Well, that's a, a really good question. And you know, a, probably a lot of different answers to that question in general, because you're, you know, it's one of those things that has a lot of components to it. So mm -hmm. you got to keep that in mind. But based on that, you know, Vince has said, and I really agree with him on this, is you have several different body types which will genetically affect your metabolism. Okay. So we're going to touch on those. And the, the first one, which is more my case, and also there's there's some different um, combinations in this as well. But okay. in my case, I'm more ectomorphic. Okay. And so being ectomorphic, that's the skinny person that can eat anything they want and they don't seem to put on weight. They have okay. a very high metabolism and they're also known as a hard gainer because they cannot put on muscle very easily. It's a lot of work for them because of the high metabolism. Okay. So that's one category and that's, you know, the people get envious of that person and that person is not happy because they can't put on weight. So it's kind of a two edged sword. Right. Uh, then you have the mesomorph body type. And this is the, the ideal body type because they tend to have an excellent metabolism. They can put on muscle fairly easily. They have a good hormone profile. And so those are the people that you look at and they don't do hardly anything, but they, they look great all the time. Okay. And unfortunately, unfortunately they let, they're out there. <laughs> so you gotta, you know, some people are blessed more than others. It's the same thing with looks. Some of them got right. good, some people have good looks and some people right. it, it's a struggle. So it, but it is what it is. <laughs> Then lastly, you have the endomorphic body type. And this is the body type that these people really are frustrated because they have a hard time with their metabolism. They don't have great energy. They're very smooth looking. They, they tend to hold body fat very easily. And they're, no matter what they do, they constantly struggle with keeping their weight where they'd like to have it. And right. when they train, their muscles don't pop like the other two categories we just talked about. Right, so right. they're really on the struggle bus and they have a higher sensitivity to the foods that they're eating. So it's, it's really a tough one for them, uh, but it is what it is. You have to deal with it. And it goes for male and female as well. It's kind of, kind of curious. How do you find out which you are an ectomorph or the other ones? Well, that's another good question. Generally you, you look at, look at the, um, the profiles of an ectomorph and you read, mm -hmm. you know, the different components to it, which is they have a high metabolism. They're very lean. Uh, they don't put on weight very easily. They have high energy. They right. tend to fidget more. They tend to be more active. So okay. that's one. If, if you're somebody that puts on muscle pretty easily and you don't have to do a lot of work with it, you know, people, the guys that put on, you know, have good leg development, really easy, good calf development. And you know, they're, when they do some different things or their muscles that seem to respond, you know, that's when you know you're a mesomorph. Your your body responds to everything very easily. It has an excellent uh, metabolism that puts the muscle on, keeps it there, uh, which is, you know, you have a good hormone panel typically, which helps that too mm -hmm. um, for the mesomorph. And then the endomorph, you, you, you just have, you're on a struggle bus all the time because everything you do, it doesn't seem to have much response. Mm -hmm. So you have to work at it harder to get any kind of the, the gains that you want. Uh, you do put on weight very easily, but that can be not what you want to have happen. Because if you're endomorphic, you want to look a little more muscular. It's right. going to be tougher. So you there's different pictures of these categories that you can reference to to see where you stack up. Okay. Um, but hmm. the easiest thing is to understand is you know how much body fat you have 
uh, and how easily you put it on, that's another category to, uh, to understand as well. So study these body types. And here's another thing, Frank, is there's also a mixture. Like I'm a mixture of ectomezo. So I have a high metabolism, but I'm still able to put some muscle on. It's just that, you know, it's harder for me. I'm a hard gainer, but it can be done. And then you have the same thing with mesoendo. Uh, these guys can get really muscular and they have some good quality muscle, but not as defined. Right. But they put the, the mass on pretty easily. So it can be kind of confusing on that, but it is what it is. And that's your first you know, gauging of, okay, what are you dealing with? with your personal metabolism. And then after that, then you need to look at strategies to make it stay in an optimal range. Gotcha. Now, just for that being said, men tend to have a higher metabolism than women. Okay. But the other components are going to be the genes, your body size and age also play a role in right. how your body's going to, how the metabolism is going to work and then how easy it is to gain muscle and lose fat and things like that. So, mm -hmm. It's, it's an important thing to understand if you want to have a, a good, long, healthy lifestyle and be able to do things you want to do. <clears throat> Absolutely. I agree with you. Now, one thing that everybody wants is a good metabolism. They want the energy. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about some strategies to improve the metabolism. You got any ideas there? Okay. Yeah. And you know, some of these are kind of obvious, but at the same time, you need to make sure that you're checking the box right. if you want to re you know, review how your metabolism is working. So first and foremost, which is a kind of a no-brainer, the more muscle you keep on your body, the higher metabolism, because more muscle requires more nutrients and it needs more food that, that you can store. Okay. So if you keep muscle tissue high, you're going to have higher metabolism, you're going to have better energy, you're also... Um, you know, you're going to typically eat more as well because you need it for the muscle. So having more muscle is a huge plus. And I can't emphasize that enough. Absolutely. So are there other keys to this? Or is there other things that we can do to increase our metabolism? Yeah. So with having the more muscle on, what's also part of that is keeping your hormones in optimal ranges. <clears throat> so when you think back when you're in your 20s and 30s and you're able to get, get your body in the kind of condition you wanted to have it in or, or you didn't have to do much, but it stayed in that condition. Right. The biggest reason for that is because your hormone levels are pretty at a very high level uh, because it's part of the you know, reproductive process. It's part of you know, what you need to survive. Mm -hmm. So if you trash your body, so to speak, with a lot of you know, bad food, too much alcohol, lack of sleep, all these different factors, then you're going to cause the hormones to not work as well and also diminish. And that's something you don't want to have. You want to have your hormones work at a high level because they burn fat for energy. They also, you know, I mean, to, to rebuild cells. And they right. also give you good energy because of what they do. You know, the thing is, hormones are the messengers that tell your body how to operate. And so you want to be, you want those to be working as good as you can. And I had to learn all this, you know, about 10 years ago and it's for real. It's nothing that you want to ignore. You need to understand it. I want to encourage everybody to look a little deeper into this. So mm -hmm. some examples of the hormones is, you know, checking your thyroid hormone, you know, thyroid is important and, and it helps with the mitochondria. It helps keep your body temperature 
at a high rate. So the higher your body temperature, you know, it needs to be normal, but you mm -hmm. keep it at a higher range, you're going to burn more energy. You know, right. heat right. burns more energy. So that's one thing. And you need to maybe check your, your T3, T4, along with your thyroid stimulating hormone, not just one. You want to check how they convert so you know how you're doing. And you need to ask for that. A lot of times they don't do that with lab work. So I want to encourage right. everybody to do that. Then you want to, you know, like for guys, you want to check your testosterone, but you want to check more than just your total testosterone. You want to check your free testosterone because that's what you use day to day. And if it's not in a good range, then you need to take the steps uh, to correct it, which it can be done to make it more, more efficient. And that's a good thing because it's going to have better strength, better right. endurance, better stamina, better sex drive, all these pluses. And then you got estrogen, you know, that goes for male and female. Uh, estrogen is an important element too. So if you get, if a male gets too much estrogen, it's going to affect its testosterone and it can cause a process called aromatase, which binds up with the testosterone and doesn't let you use as much. And so that's going to affect your free testosterone as an example. So you, you got to know, okay, if the estrogen starts getting higher, then there's different strategies you can do to bring it back into balance. And again, that allows you to keep your free testosterone flowing the way you'd like to. So you've got great energy. you got a great metabolism. Things are, are doing what they need to be doing. And it's similar for females. They have a lot of different ones. I'm not going to get in all the hormone stuff because we'd be here for right. quite a while. Uh, so I'm going to just, I'm just hitting a couple of key ones, but those are things that you really want to get a handle on if you can. And I, I suggest that for all my clients, it's kind of like a mandatory thing because that tells me what I'm working with overall, along with the nutrition and your training and your recovery. <clears throat> well, you're right on the money to me. I mean, everything that you said, I'm just nodding my head in agreement, but you know, the one thing that you've talked about a lot is sleep and recovery, uh, in the other show that we do. And also many times in this show and, uh, sleep is really a critical thing to keep your metabolism up and going. Correct. Absolutely. And it's really important because and it happened. I got a client I'm dealing with right now that he's, he's struggling because he doesn't know why things aren't working the way they work. And I started asking about sleep. He goes, well, I'm only getting like, you know, six hours of that a night. There and I go, go, well, you're short circuiting your recovery and your hormones doing the work. And so that's going to slow down the metabolism over time because they're not able to do their work long enough. You got to give mm -hmm. time for the hormones to attach to the cell receptor sites get in there doing the work and then get done. So every time you short circuit that, what it also causes is your hormones do not secrete as much because they don't have the, the window of time to get the work done. Right. And that's also right. an easy way to gain weight plus mm -hmm. lose muscle mass. So make sleep a priority and it doesn't, you don't have to be over the top and you can miss a day or so of sleep. Don't get me wrong, but most people start using sleep and like, I'll do that later. I got other things I want to get done. You need to be reevaluating that strategy because it's not a good long-term strategy, especially for quality long-term health and keep your metabolism functioning at a high level. Yeah, I, I think you'll find that you'll get more done throughout your day if you get the right quality sleep that you should get. Uh, you'll be much more productive during the day. So agree with you there. Hey, one thing I'm doing today, I told everybody at the beginning of the show, I'm fasting. Now you've told me this can help my metabolism, right? Exactly. And a lot of people think it goes the opposite. They think because you're fasting, you're going to slow down the metabolism. Well, the science doesn't show that. The science shows that it actually increases your metabolism. Now, again, this is if 
if you do it the right way, is right. not going to slow down your metabolism at all. It's going to improve it. So keep that in mind because it's it's fasting is not a long term thing. It's kind of a short raise the stress level a little bit on the body, but the body will function at a different level when you do this. It's it's called a state of hormesis, which basically means what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Your body has a capacity to handle that. Mm-hmm. So if you do like full day fast or even three day fast, now if you do fasting like that, a full day fast or a three day fast, those are non training days. You don't want to be training when you fast. Okay. Right. I do my fasting, probably like yourself, Frank, on the non training day, because that way I'm not going to sacrifice the potential of losing muscle tissue. People think they're going to lose muscle tissue as well. And I've found that uh, that's not the case because I've been doing it mm-hmm. and I'm watching this pretty closely. And I'm actually getting it. It also can help your hormone levels actually increase. And I think that's really important. Plus, when you fast, you're clearing out unused proteins. You're getting rid of senescent or old cells that aren't performing. You're clearing those out. The body eats that stuff up because Mm -hmm. it it uses it for nutrients. So you're clearing up the the body's cells. On top of that, depending on how long you do it for, it can help to create new stem cells from the bone marrow. And so new stem cells is going to be new cells that you need to which are beneficial to you overall. So that's a huge plus. So this is a good way to cleanse the body the right way. And again, it doesn't have to be over the top, but just a simple 24 hour fast. And then you get back to what you're doing. It has a lot of benefits and you'd be surprised. And Frank, I know you did the three day fast. And mm-hmm. when you got done with that, you felt incredible. So there's, and there's, I've got clients that do it and they say the same. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I actually did feel very, very good. And what's funny is, the first like six or eight hours was probably the toughest, but then after that, it started getting easier. But when I did finally start eating again after the third day, I felt like a uh, like a a uh, a battery recharging is what I felt like when I was eating. Mm-hmm. I could feel the energy and like starting to come back into my body, which was really interesting. And you know, the other thing that helped me with the fasting too is when I started a lot of cravings and a lot of, you know, bad habits of what I had were broken. Um, I wasn't needing or wanting things like I was used to as I started. So all very interesting stuff when it comes to fasting. The reason behind that though, Frank, is because your insulin level drops. And because when insulin level drops down, you don't, you're running off of fats. Mm -hmm. Fats help preserve muscle tissue because they don't need to convert muscle tissue like uh, glucose to glucose like you will with carbohydrate food, okay. uh, food ingestion. So once that insulin drops down, now you're burned off of fat. So you, you don't have any cravings because the body's using what it has and it's, it's, it's staying where it needs to be. So that's, that's the beauty of it. It was terrific. And you're right. A 24 hour fast is no big deal. Now. Um, yeah. I think that you'll find that once you start doing it, that it becomes very, very simple and you'll feel better, especially the next day. I always feel great every Friday after I do it. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, some good info. Okay. Last thing I know you're a big fan of carb recycling and, uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So you want to keep your body fat low to keep your metabolism working well, because you know, your body's going to be burning the energy the way it needs to burn because the metabolism elevated and more body fat is not going to help that. It's just going to slow it down. So the way I like to do it is do carb cycling where, I only have my carbohydrates, and I'm going to have them that day. And you do need carbohydrates, don't get me wrong, okay? Right, but right. I use them, try to use them to my advantage. I have my carbs in the evening, the night before I'm going to train. 
That way I can reload the muscles in the liver and have optimal energy for my training the next day. So during the day, I'm not going to have a lot of carbohydrates. I'm going to focus on protein and fat and use that as my source of energy. So it keeps the insulin level down because mm-hmm. every time the insulin level stays elevated, you shut off the fat burning process. So when you do the carbs in the evening by using carb cycling strategy, and this is not the detail, all the details of it is a kind of a rough draft, but when you have the carbohydrates in the evening you'll, and you do it with high glycemic carbs, you can get an insulin spike. Okay. And then as soon as you get done eating and you're done, it's going to drop right back down. And so mm-hmm. you want it to drop right back down fairly quickly because now you kick back in the fat burning process. And then when you go to bed, you know, again, what happens with when you do the carb cycling, you have high glycemic carbs, you get a serotonin rush, which converts to melatonin. And people probably deal with this during the afternoon when they have lunch, they start getting drowsy and sleepy because that's what happens. So you're going to get a good night's sleep. So the serotonin increases, converts to melatonin, you get drowsy, you go to sleep, you're going to go a nice, good, deep REM sleep with that happening. And then you're going to be burning a lot of fat because that's when the hormones kick in is during that REM sleep, the, the dream sleep. The hormones are doing all their work, especially growth hormone. And that's mm-hmm. ideal. So that's why I like carb cycling. I don't like having carbs throughout the day because it shuts off the fat burning process and cause you to be drowsy and cause you to crave more food throughout the day just to keep your energy up. So that's kind of a quick overview. But, you know, it, it, that's my point. Now, a lot of good information out. I, I know that uh, for all the things that we've talked about, the focus is nutrition. So how does nutrition play a part in regulating your metabolism, Armin? Well, again, that's it's like anything is uh, if you have, if you, if you use high octane fuel, you burns clean, you burn hotter and you get more from it. So that's what you got to realize with nutrition, um, you know, because that's going to make the engine run better. And that's, I think that's what everybody's looking for. So you know, you need to understand how proteins, fats, and carbohydrates work. And there's there's really no processed food. Okay. You, you just can't be having processed food at all if you mm-hmm. want to have a good running engine. That's like putting too much ethanol into the gasoline. It's going to cause it to seize up because mm-hmm. it's not what the body's looking for. So and don't get me wrong. There are times you can have some processed food from time to time. But if you're making that a regular choice, uh, I think it's a really big mistake and you're not going to get the kind of results you want. So right. eating real food is first and foremost, the most important part to keeping the metabolism working at a high level. Uh, the other thing is, is when you eat protein, you make sure you make that a main source of your, of your food intake, you know, protein, you know, in a simple manner, I suggest to my clients typically have 30 to 50 grams of protein per meal. Now, that may seem like a lot of protein, and, and there's be arguments about, well, you can, do you absorb all of it? Yes, it will all absorb, but the body uses it different ways. And plus, mm-hmm. not 100% of the protein is going to be converted to amino acids. Some of it's convert, converted to glucose, and we touched on that before. But protein has a high thermic effect, so it takes longer to digest. And that thermic effect is going to be much higher than it would be with uh, carbohydrates and fats. So some of the studies have indicated that eating protein will temporarily increase your thermic effect and your, your way your body burns energy 20 to 30%. So that's a good thing. So having like, I would say three protein meals and then supplements some other protein in between uh, with different sources, that's a good thing. Uh, and it can give that thermic effect. 
but to compare it with, you know, if you eat carbohydrates, it's only going to provide a 5 to 10% thermic effect. And then fats are, are low, but at the end of the day, protein and fats are needed to digest well. So I wouldn't cut back your fats. I would keep that, you know, with high, as high as possible with your protein intake. I would manage the carbs more than I would anything else. So like I mentioned before, taking out the processed food is going to help your metabolism because there's not there's just not a lot of uh, benefit to it and it's not helping your your energy it gives you some short-term energy you know that's what sugar does it gives you short-term energy and there's no fiber in it uh, it's very there's very little protein in it so why bother eating it go with right. the better sources of food if you want a better metabolism you know the thing that you'll find too is once you start eating this hot high octane good food that when you do eat something that's not, you will feel the difference uh, in Absolutely. energy level. And you'll even feel like, wow, I feel sluggish. Um, that's what I've come up with. And it helps motivate well, me not true. to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So let's move on to, of course, supplements. What about supplements? Okay, well, that's another good question. Can that benefit your metabolism? So what I'm going to say here is, is this is my opinion uh, based on, you know, things I've tried. Mm -hmm. um, and with that being said, I, I do believe it helps. So now I'm a big fan of the NSP iodine tabs. Um, and with that, what you're actually getting is it's a microencapsulated potassium iodide. And that will convert to typically 12 and a half milligrams of elemental iodine. What this does, it helps the thyroid work at a high level. Now, in the early days, Vince didn't have this available. So that's why he had people take a lot of kelp tablets because they're high in iodine. And he knew that would speed up the metabolism because it makes the thyroid work at an optimal level mm -hmm. to burn energy. So I think it's a great benefit to have. I've been taking them for years now. I also have a thyroid condition. It's not horrible, but at the same time, it, this is helping it. So, right. and I and I firmly believe that all the weight training I did and the things I did in the past helped keep that and under better control. Um, so, a healthy thyroid is going to keep the metabolism working at a high level, and that's going to give you and it also gives you good energy. And you know, a lot of times that's what people need. They're just running low on energy, so right. having extra energy is a great thing to have. Absolutely. Yeah. We also talked about the beef liver caps. What about that? Yeah, I like the beef liver caps. I mean, because it helps provide quality protein, which again, that's going to give you some thermic effect, uh, increases your red blood cell count, uh, and that's going to help oxygenate the blood. So what I found happened when I started taking them, because I wasn't sure when I first started taking them, my stamina and energy was great when I was training. And so that's why I keep taking them, because it helps you with those workouts. And if you have a demanding lifestyle, I think they're very beneficial. Now, we're going to mm -hmm. touch on some other things in the nutrition section about beef liver, but it's a great product to have for simplicity and for the benefits of, uh, of you know, keeping your metabolism up as well, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, I know they made a difference for me, and, and I, I love them. Um, even take them on our fasting day. Uh, I take them in the morning, afternoon, and evening. And, you know, it helps supplement and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Now, another product I like from, you know, NSP Nutrition is their multivitamin. I mean, it's probably the best one yeah. I've ever taken. Um, 
how about that? I mean, you know, exactly what are your thoughts on the, on, uh, on the NSP multivitamin? Okay. So, and I take the mega one daily as well. I used to take the bodybuilder pack, but I don't mm -hmm. feel like I need, need that as much. So, and again, you can use any vitamin multimineral supplement and you can use any beef liver. Okay. But we're just giving you some viewpoints on the NSP products based on our own personal experience. And I've tried a lot of vitamins and minerals. So uh, I really like this product when I took it, um, uh, you know, cause I've tried so many different companies. So right. this is just, again, my opinion on it, but you know, it does have a lot of things that's going to help your metabolism because it contains calcium, vitamin B5, which is pentatonic acid. Uh, you got the B6, you got B12. I mean, you got the whole vitamin B complex, which is great for methylation and your body recycling amino acids. And that's what that's for. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you got vitamin C. So it's going to help your body function all, all the better, especially um, when you're trying to ensure you're getting the right amount of nutrients because nobody eats perfect every single day. It just it doesn't work that way. So we're, we're always making sacrifices. So I try to stack it in my favor by using the, the vitamin mineral supplement. So if I am coming up a little short, maybe that'll help out to keep things running the way I'd like them to run. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer in it just because of you know, the, some of the deficiencies in the nutrients of the plant soils and things like that, that you read about. It's just playing it safe. And they're not very expensive. They really are. So Absolutely. there you go. Hmm. Well, Armin, I, I know you've studied a lot and done a lot of research on Vince and the things that he believed in. What did Vince really think about your metabolism and how it worked? Well, he, he, his first thing was, you know, get it working the right way. So he had uh, his different strategies to use and some of these we've kind of talked about and then others that I've come across. So that was important. But he also felt like once you've got your metabolism working, you've got it more normalized, that regular practice of weight training is going to help that keep it where it needs to be. And, you know, that's going to help with the aging process, you know, because mm -hmm. it helps your hormones. Weight right. training helps your hormones. And that's another thing I want to keep emphasizing. So because when you weight train, the hormones have to do the repair work. They got to do the, you know, again, you're doing some stress to the body. So it keeps them functioning at a high level. And that's probably one of the reasons why he, he recommended it all the time as well. So I'm on the same page of that. And I think if you do these things you, and you get your metabolism where you want it, continue to do your weight training and just kind of manipulate that the way it works for you and your schedule and what you're looking to get done. Awesome. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of people would like some information or know what are the resources out there where they can get more information on metabolism. So anything that you could suggest? Yeah. So in the wild physique, you know, Vince goes into some detail about metabolism and touches on some of the things we've talked about as well. And he has a, you know, pretty good um, amount of material on that. Then you have the blueprint for a bodybuilder. Uh, and, and that's really a, a, a good series to, to look into. Mm -hmm. uh, the Vince Geronda files, um, muscle has four sides and workout bulletins, which give you some different strategies for mm -hmm. your weight training to keep it fresh, keep it uh, changing up. So, uh, but he also does, you know, Vince was big on changing routines over time to keep the body guessing, which is still going to help your metabolism as well, because it has to adapt to that stress. Armin, as usual, awesome information. It's time for a break. You are listening, watching to the NSP Nutrition Show. Uh, I'm Frank Mills. I'm here with Armin Eckelbarger, of course, the man who knows it all. Uh, we're going to take a break. <laughs> 
and we will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I am Frank Mills, and we're going to get into what we want to talk about is beef liver. You know, we've talked about it in the first segment. We opened the show with it. But now we're going to find out why and how Armin Eckelbarger uses beef liver. So <laughs> come on, Armin. What is there to know about NSP beef liver caps? Because that's what we're talking about. Okay, so let me just start with this. I mean, you can always just eat liver and still get a lot of benefits from it, which is fine. Um, because there's a, liver has a, you know, any kind of natural food source has benefits, and I'm all for natural food. So you can get that from eating liver, but also with NSP, with the liver caps, the uh, nutritional value of the beef liver caps that they put together is typically four, four and a half times greater than if you're eating you know, whole raw liver. So, and I'm talking about beef liver. Mm-hmm. So that's a distinct advantage to me. And also it's really easy and convenient to take. So I don't have to cook the liver, I don't have to slice it up. But just that being said, you know, there's, we're talking about the benefits of liver. So whatever works for you, go with that. But I like just using the capsules because they're very convenient. Now, yeah. one of the things about the beef liver capsules that um, NSP does is they don't use uh, cows locally in the states. Now, the reason for that is because that um, in the United States, you have a, a product called DES. So I'm going to try and pronounce this as best I can, but okay. it's <laughs> diethyl still bestrol. And I can okay. probably butcher that, diethyl still bestrol, also known as DES. What this is, it's a synthetic female hormone. It's commonly used which has helped to, uh, in, in the fat in the cattle industry, they use it to help fatten up the cows. So it has a reason why they're using it, but that's something that is not beneficial. And the reason for that is they, the hormone has been found to be responsible. For, and again, this is just, you know, you'll look it up yourself, but there's a lot right. of arguments right. for and against it, but they feel like it can cause cancer and also does, accumulate in the fat of your body so they feel like that's not a, a good thing and that's probably why people are throwing people are throwing beef under the bus it's probably because of that especially uh, here in the, in the states so it's illegal to use that in argentina so that's why nsp imports the the beef liver from argentina because they don't they know it's not going to be in there so that's a pretty a pretty important thing to keep in mind <clears throat> well I love the NSP beef liver. I think it's a terrific product and uh, I have felt the difference taking it. So what about protein, Armin? Uh, how How is that actually working with the beef liver? Well, that's another good thing. It's, it's 80% protein, the capsules are, and oh, it has wow. a very high PER protein efficiency ratio, which mm-hmm. is, you know, beef is higher than most other meats outside of eggs. So you have that to come from, and then it's, it's easy to digest. So when you eat 
liver and beef on its own, it takes it takes time to digest. It's a lot more complex versus this will be absorbed into the bloodstream pretty quickly. And that's that's why I really like them as well. If I need some quick protein and some other benefits of it, then I can just take those with water, good to go, moving on to the next project. Well, that's a lot of good information. I didn't know there was that much protein in it. That's great. What else is in the beef liver caps? Well, what what they found is it also contains vitamin A, vitamin C, mm-hmm. you know, all the all eleven B vitamins, which is the B complex, which is good for again methylation, the recycling of amino acids, iron. It has good iron content, and then you have some other like eight other different important minerals that your body can use. Uh, it's what the, because of those nutrients that are in it. So it helps make your blood, uh, you know a lot cleaner would be another mm-hmm. way of putting it now on top of that is it helps build the blood and that's also because it, it affects your red blood cell count and, and things like that it, it contains cytochrome c now cytochrome c helps to bind iron it's a, an iron binding amino acid is what it is and what this does it draws oxygen into the bloodstream so it helps to oxygenate the blood and oxygen is good to kill things so you know that's the beauty of having oxygen in your system it, it, it's a good um uh, i don't know it, it's it has a good medicinal effect so mm-hmm. higher oxygen means more oxygen so that means you're going to have better oxygen to the tissues it's going to help you in that regard and that's probably why when when i take it i notice a better stamina endurance when i take it absolutely all right now i know you have more information so what else do you have that we need to know <laughs> All right. So one of the other thing, things I've learned, which is pretty impressive, is you know it beef liver uh, is a detoxifier. So it can detoxify chemicals in your in your body, like cortisone, nicotine, oh. alcohol, marijuana, and, and a lot of pharmaceutical drugs. Because it you know organs are like when you eat an organ, your body recognizes that material when it breaks down and digests. That's like, for example, when wolves kill kill an animal, they don't eat the flesh right away. That's the last thing they eat. What the wolves eat is the internal organs because that's that's what they want and it's going to help their their whole body. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing when you have organ meats. Your body's going to recognize that and it helps that organ function better. And this has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that being said. Um, if you, if when you're eating the, the beef liver, you're going to have a healthier liver first and foremost, along with some of the other benefits. So, not only does it detoxify the liver, it contains P450, uh, and this is a catalyst that speeds up oxidation of chemicals, which are important to, to the life, and again helps to detoxify the poisonous substances that you know you're going to be breathing and ingesting over your lifetime. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing to have. Now, this was discovered by Dr. Minor P. Kuhn, who's at the University of Michigan. So this isn't something that's made up. It's been discovered. and It's in beef liver, and that's one of the, the, you know, the elements to it that's beneficial for you. Hmm. Now, with that being said, other things to know about beef liver is some of the other, this other doctor, his name is Dr. Benjamin Urshoff. He did an experiment with rats. And so he took the rats, and he had three different categories of rats. Some just had regular food, some had um, 
not not so much regular food. And then they also fed them, um, well, some had supplements, and then they also fed the third group beef liver. Hmm. And it was a small amount of beef liver, you know. And what they did is they did an experiment to see how they would hold up. They put them in water. And so what they, what they found is the first two categories, which didn't have any beef liver, they drowned in about 13 minutes. Because it sounds kind of cruel, I guess, but that's yeah. how the experiment went. Right, right. So the the ones that had beef liver, you know, I had two of them drown within about an hour, but the rest of them were still swimming after two hours. And so they went ahead and just canceled the experiment after that because they didn't know, okay, it is what it is. They have a lot of endurance. So that was pretty impressive to me, um, stating the stamina endurance. And again, because of all these properties, of having beef liver. So that's mm -hmm. why I like it, um, you know, knowing these different things and then using it, you can tell the difference. So Absolutely. It, it's not something that's it's made up or anything like that. And you can do a lot of research on it. And, and there's other companies that make beef liver. I will say this though, I've tried other companies beef liver. And again, this is just me, but a lot of them upset my stomach and I couldn't finish the product because it just upset my stomach too much. Mm -hmm. I've never had that problem with the NSP capsulated beef liver capsules. So mm -hmm. I think there's a way to do the process is, is a better, cleaner process uh, from my own personal experience. Well, I, I can tell you this, probably the sales just went up 30% on the NSP site because you said nicotine, <laughs> alcohol, and marijuana. So I'm sure that... <laughs> They just exploded. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm curious, you know, Armin, a lot of people ask, I, just like I did, because we've talked a lot of different ways on how they're good for you, but how mm -hmm. do you use them? I mean, I know what I take a certain amount a day. I know it's on the bottle, but I'm sure you have a lot of uses for them, right? Well, I, I keep it simple and I think everybody should keep it simple. So for me, I use them in between meals. So like okay. I have, I have three main meals. I don't do the five and six meals a day because it, mm -hmm. it's just too hard to do. And, it is. and I found that this yeah. isn't necessary. So I have three main meals. So after breakfast, uh, in between that and lunch, I'll have 10 capsules. And then in between lunch and dinner, I'll have 10 capsules. Uh, and that's, that's 20 capsules. And, I'm on a budget like anybody else, so that's you can always take more. And Vince is right. big on taking a lot of them, but that's really all I I want to spend on my daily intake. Mm -hmm. And I also found it's very effective. Now, with that being said, one of the other tricks of using beef liver capsules is when I decide to have alcohol, I'm no saint. I like to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I use the beef liver capsules. The, after I get done drinking, then I'll take eight, typically eight beef liver capsules, a lot of water. And again, I found that the next day I don't have near the, the hangover or anything like that from drinking. So it because it helps to detoxify the liver, like we mentioned earlier. And that's a that's kind of a cool thing. So now with that being said, you know, people are like, well, what kind of alcohol do you drink? And so I'm going to give you a quick thing on that just for humor. Uh, I used to drink a lot of beer and stuff and other types of alcohol but you know I'm researching things and what it basically says is when you have grain alcohols whether it's beer or whiskey or any of those other spirits mm -hmm. the uh, grains tend to convert to cytokines and so you get a lot of cytokines in your bloodstream which is a lot of free radicals which probably is why you don't feel as good the next day so 
some of the suggestions I had read about was doing potato vodka. So that's what I do. I do potato vodka with some cranberry, you know, sugar-free cranberry, five-calorie cranberry. I mix that and I may have a lime with it or something like that. So I enjoy myself with that. I don't do the beer like I used to. You know, I do like doing a nice wheat beer from time to time. But mm-hmm. <laughs> with that being said, I uh, use the beef liver now all the time. And I feel like after I've you know, had some alcohol and I do that, it's it's much better. So could be a takeaway for some of you guys. If, if not, then it is what it is. But it's something that I'm, I'm going to continue to do because I, I feel it works. <laughs> well, I think that the sales just went up another 50%. So, you know, <laughs> for a hangover, you know, hey, I, I want some of that stuff. So I, I think a lot of people are going to head over to NSP Nutrition and pick up some beef liver. Um, you know, we're running out of time, un- unfortunately. Uh, but any last words on beef liver? Yeah, I mean, I, I recommend them. I feel you'll get better gains from it. I feel it's going to help your protein intake. They're very efficient. Uh, you know, it's mostly just a budget thing, but it's going to help detoxify the liver, which is a good thing. Uh, and then, you know, if you're going to have some alcohol, there's another way to kind of take care of that. And again, this is my opinion on it, but I'm going to continue to take them because I just feel they're a great benefit for any kind of uh, strength training and mm-hmm. any athletic training. Any kind of athletic training, I think they're going to be helpful, period. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned a lot of resources earlier in the show. Of course, it's this NSP Nutrition Beef Liver Caps. That's where you're going to get a lot of the information. But are there some other resources either on the NSP side or out there that they can get some more information on beef liver? Yeah, you'll you'll find out some stuff on that with the Maximum Definition Diet, the, the Wild Physique, uh, the Pro Series of Bodybuilding, Nutritional Bodybuilding. There's good content in there, and he's going to talk about that stuff. I mean, Ben's felt it helped put on some put muscle on his body, even though he's losing body fat. He felt that it was a, a nice uh, way to offset that. So uh, I got to agree with what he was thinking on it. And you know, I've been taking him now for I think close to five years, and uh, my labs come back fine. So absolutely. Um, hmm. The only thing I would say is if you have an iron issue in your nutrition in your in your health. Then you want to obviously consult a medical professional that you're working with regarding, you know, if you had additional iron, is it going to be a problem? Because it does have a good amount of iron in it because that's good for you. But at the same time, if you're somebody that has high iron, that would be the only thing that I would say, okay, if you're known, if you know you have that, then uh, check with your medical professional and see if it's uh, any kind of conflict. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the information too, if you want to find out information, all the supplements on NSP Nutrition, if you click on the image, you'll have exactly what's on the bottle and all the information there. So make sure that you mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, Armin, another fantastic show, a lot of great information, terrific job. And I'm sure that everybody appreciates all the hard work in today's episode. <laughs> well, we'll see, but I hope you guys got some takeaways. Always beneficial and, um, you know, just try to make make the uh, process easier if we can. Absolutely. Now, if you have any comments or questions for the show, the best way to do it on YouTube is just leave a comment. You know, Armin was on there yeah. this last week answering some things. So if you have any interesting topics that you'd like us to cover for the show or have some questions or comments, please leave it in the comment section on YouTube. 
If not, you can contact support at nspnutrition.com and shoot them an email. And I'm sure that we'll be able to get that information that way as well. Uh, Arm and I, we appreciate you actually joining us today. Thank you for watching and listening to the NSP Nutrition Show. And uh, Armin, any final thoughts before we check out of here? No, I just want to appreciate everybody for being involved and please share with other people and let us know how we can make it a better show because we're all for it. So anything that you feel you could use some help with, let us know and hopefully we can deliver. <laughs> Absolutely. And this being our 10th show, you know, we try to let a lot of people know Armin and I just finished our 80th episode of Frank Mills Reality Fitness. It's the show yeah. that we started a couple years ago. And uh, you can find that on your favorite podcast app. Also, more recently, we've been actually recording YouTube shows, YouTube shows as well. So you could actually take a look and try to find us there. Anyway, we appreciate you watching the show today and join Armin and I next week for another NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.